0: strengthened in their faith, and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God.
1: Bless the Lord, and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us with the Volks. My name is Shelley.
2: And my name is June. Hi, everyone.
1: It's good to be with you as we continue speaking about the celebration of the birth of our Messiah. And throughout the course of recent days, we spoke about the New Testament showing very specifically the humanity of Jesus. John 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John 1, 4. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. We also shared many Old Testament prophecies about the coming of the Lord, and it's important to see that He was all God and all man. And we see this if we understand Micah chapter 5, verse 2. It says in that verse, But as for you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, too little to be among the clans of Judah. From you one will go forth for me to, to be ruler in Israel. His goings forth are from long ago, from the days of eternity. So it's prophesying that somebody will be coming forth as a ruler of Israel, yet his goings forth are from long ago. That shows the divinity of Jesus, and it shows this coming as the Son of Man. So the incarnation was really a miracle of miracles, just an uh, a, an incredible work of God. And we also saw, and we're talked about, we're talking about that not only is He our Savior. In other words, we could look forward to eternal life but he is a pattern of what god meant man to be before the fall and through his birth the divine identified itself with humanity in order that humanity can then be identified with divinity and we spoke about um the fact that as a pattern son his nature needs to become our nature. We spoke about it in relation to a relationship. In other words, in John 1.12, we read, But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, even to those who believe in his name. Romans 8.16, The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. We spoke about the identification of our nature being like his. It says in 1 John 4:16 and 17, God is love, and the one who abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. By this, love is perfected with us, that we may have confidence in the day of judgment. And listen to this portion of the verse. Because as he is, so also are we in this world. 2 Peter 1, 4, We have become partakers of the divine nature. We spoke about character. We see in Philippians 2, verse 5, have this mind, and that word in Greek not only means mind, it means attitude and disposition in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And finally, we spoke about our identification with Jesus as one in the spirit, being the issue of what is our mission. In John 9, 4, we read, we must work the works of him that sent me. This is what Jesus said. And he's speaking to us today. John twenty twenty one. As the Father has sent me, even so I send you. So really, Juni, his work is our work. And we are the physical representation of who Jesus is. And we should be an expression of his nature, his disposition, as his mindset in a lost and a dying world. Are we demonstrating that life? We see in the New Testament, Paul saying, it's not I that live but Christ lives in me. We want to emphasize that before we were believers, Paul wrote to the church at Ephesus that we had no hope and were without God. But now that Christ is in us, we can say Christ in us, the hope of glory. So his his incarnation meant so much. It changed everything, June. Throughout the Old Testament, throughout Hebrew scriptures, we see very clearly that the Lord was with his people. In Psalm 23, verse 4, which we're familiar with, David wrote, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. We see in Genesis 26:24, the Lord appeared to Isaac and said, I am the God of your father Abraham. Do not fear, for I am with you. He also spoke to Jacob in Genesis 28:15, Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go. In Exodus thirty-three fifteen, he spoke to Moses and said, My presence shall go with you. In Joshua 1, verse 9, Be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So, Ju- Juni, we see that the prophecy about Jesus being called Emmanuel, mean, which means God with us, was shown throughout the Old Testament. There's many other verses. He spoke to Gideon. Jeremiah spoke about not being afraid of the king of Babylon because God said he would be with the people of Israel. So Emmanuel was very, very prevalent in the Hebrew scriptures to our people.
2: And we can see then the pre-incarnate God. Really? That the Lord is God. Jesus is the word made flesh. There's only one God and one faith, and one baptism. And it's really amazing, Shelley, because Yeshua is for our Jewish people, for Israel. And Yeshua, Jesus, is for this lost and dying world. And Yeshua, Jesus, should be our master when we're born anew and we're part of the church. We're in Yeshua, in Christ, there's neither Jew nor Greek, male nor female, bond nor free. So we see that uh, understanding the incarnation and what that means in our life makes us more than we can be because it's his life living in and through us. It really would change everything, Shelley, If we got a glimpse of that. And you know, as we're doing this recording, uh, our neighbors are putting out uh, the lights uh, that they put in um, sand and in a paper bag. And you know, Jesus is the light of the world, and the birth of our Messiah is being separate is being celebrated tonight as the light of the world, and he tells us that we are the light of the world when we allow his life to be lived the incarnate life of Christ when we're born anew to be lived in and through our life and really Shelley, that is the church
1: That's that right. should
2: light up the world
1: and I really believe junie. Too many in the church who claim to know Jesus accepts him as Savior, but is he really the Lord of each person's life? And we see in the incarnation, when God incarnated himself through Jesus, that he's not, uh, what what can I say? Of course he's a Savior, but he's also the one that we need to pattern our life after. We spoke about all the relationships and the nature should be his through us And we need to live out his nature, allow him to live through us. So what we're saying is the incarnation has made a tremendous difference. In other words, God was with his people, the people of Israel throughout their history. And God is still Uh, loving, even unsaved Jewish people, because they have been and will always be God's chosen people. But more than just being with God's people, the incarnation changed everything, because now he's not just with us, he is in us. And just as God the Father, the great I am that I am, incarnated himself in human flesh through Jesus, in a very real way, Juni, we could say Jesus, in the same way, needs to incarnate us, and we are to reflect him in so many different ways. So the incarnation, and like you said, the pre-incarnation, when we realize that Jesus was slain from the foundation of the earth, and yet, in the prophecy we read in Micah, he was to be born in the town of Bethlehem. So we see that unique combination of, of God and man uniting themselves in one. All right, so we'd like to talk about what this difference should mean to us today, that God is no longer with us. Of course he's with us. He said, I'll never leave you or forsake you till the end of the age. But have we realized that he, we need to demonstrate his life? He needs to be living through us as earthen vessels. We are the only physical representation of God on the earth. So let's look at some of these scriptures. In John 14, verse 20, I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. In the same book, John chapter 15, verse 4, Abide in me, and I in you. It is so powerful, June, and we need to understand Again, Jesus, yes, is our Savior, but have we looked upon him because of the incarnation that he is the pattern of life that we should all be living? Again, he's not just with us, but he is in us. And I just believe that we are called to demonstrate him more and more daily in our lives. And that is a key ingredient in understanding the issue of the incarnation. We also see in Galatians chapter 1, verses 15 and 16, this is Paul. But when he who had set me apart, even from my mother's womb, and called me through his grace, was pleased to reveal his son in me. This goes far beyond just having an intellectual understanding of who Jesus is. But because of his incarnation, We need to experience his life in us. We are earthen vessels demonstrating that we serve a mighty and living God. I love that verse, Junie. When I was separated from my mother's womb and God called me, this is Paul saying this, through his grace, he was pleased to reveal his son in me.
2: And Paul was Rabbi Saul. Yes. And as he revealed himself... The Jewish Rabbi Saul, this season, let us pray that he reveals himself to many unsaved Jews as being the Messiah, the King of the Jews, and the Savior of the world. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for this Christmas Eve, and we pray the light of the world would enlighten the eyes of our understanding to see our Messiah, Yeshua the King of the Jews. In Yeshua's holy name, we pray. Amen.
0: Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And...